This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Isn't I hate me was with the Rams? Um, what's his name? It is Higgins. It's Higgins. It's Higby and Higgins. Uh-huh. They're gonna have him back. He's a very talented receiver too. More of a finesse type of guy. Um, not the best blocker. Um, I'm gonna lock him down. You know, <laughs> straight up. Welcome wow. back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Higby, Higgins, whoever he is, I'm going to lock him down. We'll get to Chiefs at Bengals in just a second. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat with us on a football Friday. We begin with Broncos at Ravens. And we've already touched on this one quite a bit because we are interested in putting the Ravens in teasers this week. I personally don't feel confident betting Ravens to beat anyone by a large margin just due to the lack of offensive weapons they have. And now Lamar has a quad injury. I don't know if I take that seriously because he always has something going on, it seems like. Um, But this Denver's uh, Denver pass defense has been really good. Um, However, their run defense has struggled. So maybe in the prop market, I may be looking, but quite frankly, all I have right now is a Ravens uh, teaser leg. What about you, Joel? Uh, it's not one of the games that jumped out at me. I do like a lot of different games, a lot of different prop angles, but as far as side or prop, not one of my favorites. I don't have an issue going against the Broncos in any week. I think it's understandable why this is up to eight and a half. The look ahead was six and a half. You just want to go against the Broncos. Um, last three weeks, their yards per play is 30th in the NFL. I mean, they're as bad as anyone. Uh, the red zone numbers have been terrible all week, all year. Uh, Judy did not practice yesterday. Humphrey was limited. Ronnie Stanley was limited in practice yesterday. Something to keep an eye on. Not a game that I love, but it, it's just amazing. What is scary about the teaser angle with the Ravens, and I know you probably shouldn't be worried off because uh, you're going against the Broncos, but what is scary is they just they have issues closing games. Um, all four of their losses by four points or less, they've barely trailed all season, but in the end, they find ways to bungle games. I don't think the Broncos are live, but that would be my hesitation in a uh, Ravens teaser. Yeah, and that's kind of same thing here. And what's crazy about the Broncos is if you look at them like statistically, this defense is actually better than the Super Bowl year with Peyton Manning. And they didn't have good quarterback play that year either. In fact, Peyton Manning was benched that year. It was his final season. But that's how bad this offense and Russ has been. They've just been a disaster. I was looking kind of the same angle, looking to use them as a teaser leg. And I was looking to maybe pair them with the Browns, with Deshaun coming back. But that scares me a little bit as well. Uh, taking on the Texans this week. So I'm staying away from this game. I think the way to look at this would maybe be some rushing props. I have Baltimore winning the division. I went over on their win total. One week they look great. I love what they did, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, bringing in Roquan because that kind of allows Patrick Queen just to do what he does best 
go out there and make plays and not really think too much. But um, mm-hmm. every week, man, they're blowing these games. They're beating themselves. I'm just staying away from both of these teams right now. Let's move on to Chiefs at Bengals, um, a rematch of the AFC title game from last year. Now, what's interesting is when you look at the Bengals, they've really just surged out of the bye. Joe Ostrowski has been talking about the Bengals for weeks now, and it seems you know a lot of people have caught on. They're a good team, playoff contender, but are they elite? Well... Beating Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs sure would go a long way in proving that this Bengals team is elite. Joe Ostrowski, what plays do you have in this matchup? Yeah, and if the Bengals pull off the home upset here against the Chiefs beating them for the third straight game, Burrow's going to be in the top three in the MVP race. Like, there's no doubt about that. Um, Allen uh, jumped up last night, and if they can get the one in the AFC, he's going to be in that conversation. Burrow would be as well. Can... Um, can Mahomes lock it up this weekend? He can go a long way. He's already the odds-on favorite for the MVP. So Chase is expected to play. Mixon trending that way if it matters to you. But concussion protocols, he's still in that. So you never know how that's going to be handled. Uh, DJ Reader did not practice on Thursday. So curious to see where he ends up on the injury report for the Bengals uh, coming up this week. Cincinnati's a great second-half team. That's, this has been going on a couple of years now with Joe Burrow. Uh, sharp money coming in on Cincinnati all week has been a bit surprising. In this in this revenge spot of uh, losing to the Bengals twice last year, it felt like um, Kansas City was just kind of sleepwalking through their game last week, and they were saving all their good stuff for this specific spot. They had this one circled at the start of the year. They have a decided advantage with head coach and play caller. Uh, quarterback is close, but they still have the edge there because his name's Pat Mahomes. I have a tough time passing up Kansas City inside of a field goal, Harvey. Yep, that's my rule. Mahomes under a field goal, you got to take it. But here's the problem, man. Cincinnati, I'm with you, and I've been back in Cincinnati the last couple weeks, even without Chase. They're 16-3 and against the spread in their last 19. I'm glad you brought up the second half, how they're a second-half team, and a lot of that is because of the defensive adjustments that they make. And you go back to those two matchups against the Chiefs. Mahomes torched them uh, in both matchups in the first half, but then they were held to six points in the second half, and the reason being – I love what they do against Mahomes. Like they, they play that rush three, drop eight coverage. And last season, when they when they mixed things up and when they played that defense, gave Mahomes those looks. He only completed fifty percent of his passes, but still, all week he's been saying the right things, talking about the revenge game, the revenge angle here. They ended their season last year, and what's crazy about the Chiefs, other than the two thousand and eighteen season, this has actually been their best offensive team, even after trading away Tyreek Hill. I love what they did when they traded him away. You bring in Juju Smith-Schuster, who is pretty much a hybrid tight end. He runs all your underneath stuff with Travis Kelsey. Then you have MVS running your deep routes, and you bring in Kadarius Toney. And I don't know if he's going to play this week. I know they're, like, dealing with a flu bug. Like, I feel like everybody's dealing with a flu bug and some injuries. But under a field goal, I'm going to take the Chiefs here. I think this is a good spot. I like Cincinnati moving forward, especially because of the defensive side of the ball. But I just think this is a really good spot for the Chiefs. I played them a couple weeks back to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. I'm uh, I'm all about Mahomes this year, so I like them this week too. Wow! Did you guys uh, did you guys see the Mahomes props three oh nine and a half? And he's gone over that the last six weeks, every game. He's and, on a tear right now. And like, and, and that's the other thing, man. And, and you have the coaching advantage too. You have Andy Reid against Zach Taylor. The one thing I'll say about yeah. Zach Taylor, I have to say something nice about him because I've been bashing the guy the last two years. He finally realized. 
I'm an idiot as a play caller. And now they run the Joe Burrow offense. It's no more just like Burrow under center, handing the ball to Joe Mixon for a halfback draw for two yards on those early downs, and then Joe Burrow having to be a hero on third down. They're running the Joe Burrow LSU offense. Everything pretty much is out of the shotgun. But I, I would have to go over on Mahomes' passing yards, man, and especially no. at that low of a number. I just, again, I, I know it's kind of narrative-based, but I, I do think that they're going to have revenge on the mind in this spot, and I like Kansas City a lot. Mm-hmm. I think Mahomes is going to have a huge day on Sunday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Justin Fields rushing prop. Like, when is – I mean, 300-plus for Mahomes, it's a lot, but it's it's like, hey, he's been clearing it, so when is it too much? I love that one. Um, let's go to Dolph. Every time I think we've talked about one of my favorite games, I'm like, ah, another one I'm excited for, Dolphins and Niners. Mm-hmm. Oh, I cannot wait. I think the Dolphins' injuries to the offensive line could be problematic here. We've got Dolphins plus four at the Niners. Uh, Miami, as good as their offense is, I mean, Tua's going to need some time to get that ball out, and I'm worried he is going to be under a lot of pressure. We all know the two head coaches know each other very, very well, so that adds to the fun in this game. Um, I was thinking over uh, the total is 46 and a half, but with Armstead, without him, without Armstead, I think it's going to be a tough day for um, Tua. I really do. And then on the other side, Debo, CMC, they're not 100%. Elijah Mitchell out. Running back Jordan Mason, he's going to get a chance to shine. I was trying to find his props. Couldn't yet. Um, Tyreek Hill, this is my favorite prop. Under seven and a half receptions. He hasn't gone over that, guys, in about a month. And against this Niners defense, yes, under seven and a half receptions for one Tyreek Hill because I think it's going to be tough for Tua in the passing game against this really, really good Niners defense. Joe? Yeah, the final injury report today is going to be really interesting in this one. Uh, Great matchup. Looking forward to it. I hate that Cincinnati KC and Miami San Francisco are going to be playing at at the exact same time. Yeah. Now, this Dolphins five-game winning streak, terrible defenses. Houston, Cleveland, Chicago, Detroit. So I, I think that's going to be obviously a big step up in class. Now, if you look on the flip side, though, I'd also mention that, yes, the metrics say that the Niners have a great defense. They have talent all over the field. I get, I get all that. Um, they're not facing good offenses. It's like, yeah, they're dominating teams, but there's Andy Dalton there's this version of the LA Chargers when they were completely beat up. You know, the Rams are not the Rams this year. So they haven't been playing these these juggernaut offenses. 
I'm on the sideline on this one. I wanted to go Dolphins getting three and a half, getting four, but it could be such a mismatch that Dolphins offensive line going up against that 49ers front. And I like too many other games, so I'm not really. And then there's a lot of questions about skill players, so then props are tough on a Friday morning. Yeah. I'm not going to be playing this game, but I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, and, I, and I'm with you. I'm hoping to cash my Dolphins over eight and a half win ticket uh, this weekend. But I feel like the, the I feel like the Niners are the right side, and I was so tempted to grab the four with Miami. San Francisco's defense, like you guys said, I mean they're really good. But this is a huge step up in class here. They face the fourth easiest schedule of opposing offenses by DVOA, and Miami's number two. And they're probably better if you know Tua starts and finishes every single game. They still haven't lost a game this season where he starts and finishes. They're a perfect 8-0. Tough matchup for them. The reason, though, I think San Francisco's probably the side is because of what you said, Aaron. I mean, you have Austin Johnson out, and then you have Armstead out. He's got a pec injury. Says mm-hmm. he's going to try to play in this game, but we'll see. I mean, Tua, when he leaves last week in that game, Tua was pressured after that six times on 11 snaps and took four sacks. So we have this 49ers defense. Like Joe said, they haven't really faced anybody. Injuries on the offensive side of the ball for San Francisco. I think the play here is George Kittle receptions. Now the problem is I just checked it up at BetMGM. Three and a half receptions, but it's juice minus 155. So maybe you want to like find an alternate line or maybe you want to go with longest reception, something like that. But the Dolphins, 25th in schedule adjusted pass defense, and they really struggled to defend the tight end position. So I really like George Kittle props. I just don't want to lay juice for three and a half receptions, but they really struggled to defend the tight end position. So I like Kittle props. I lean Miami plus four, but I can see Jimmy G having a big game, man, and pushing the ball down the field. You can't really yeah. run on Miami, but you could throw deep on them. That secondary is brutal, and they're not healthy right now, so – I think the maybe look at Jimmy G passing yards over or completions. Yeah, I like Jimmy G a lot this week. I think he's going to push the ball down the field. I, I, which you know it's crazy to say, but I think he's going to have some success against that secondary. You know, a quarterback I'm not sure will have a lot of success, and I can't wait to see Jets at Vikings. Mike White really impressed last week. But how impressive was it against that terrible Bears defense? So I wouldn't be surprised if he has another big game this week. I know we were talking about it. Mike White is really good against zone defense, and that's what he faced against the Bears. And oh, guess what? Mm -hmm. That's what the Vikings like to do. So I wouldn't be surprised if he looks good again, or I wouldn't be surprised if he gets uh exposed in this one as well i think the jets will move the ball the vikings are last in yards per attempt allowed through the air so i think we're going to see some points in this one now one thing i'm curious about it so is sauce gardner going to be locking up justin jefferson for sure because i you know sometimes he lines up on the other side so if he is on justin jefferson i'm looking at adam Thielen over on his prop um, I think, you know, he could maybe have a big game if Sauce is trying to lock up Justin Jefferson. So um, this was at three. Um, now, it, yeah, we're still seeing uh, three. So Jets plus three, um, the total at 44 and a half. Joe Ostrowski, what do you got? Jets have been a road team this year. They're four and one straight up, four and one against the spread. It's locked in on three. I don't think it's budged all week. And this Vikings defense... Are they better than the Bears? Probably, because the Bears are the worst. But if you look at yards per play, they're worse than the Bears last three weeks. 6.9 yards per play, dead last in the NFL. So, 
is the spot really that much worse for Mike White? He should get his. The Mike White fade, I don't, I don't view it as this week. And, and the mm-hmm. Jets, they're feeling great in that locker room. They're behind White. Like, this is their quarterback. They're, they're feeling themselves a little bit, and they should. And everyone wants to say that the Vikings are fraudulent, and I think we can all agree on that. And then that win on Thanksgiving was another one of those lucky wins. They just win all of these close games. I do like the Jets in a teaser. I'm curious. Uh, I think Paul was hitting at the fact that he likes the Jets, and I understand why. I, I think there's good reason to back this team. Uh, looking forward to the matchup of the Vikings' explosive offense at times going against this this fantastic Jets defense. That's going to be great. I want to see if Mike White can do it again. I'm looking forward to this matchup. Yeah, I grabbed the Jets. I think they win this game, to be honest. And I think it comes down to what Aaron said. Is Sauce Gardner going to travel in this game? Because what I like about Minnesota this year with Kevin O'Connell taking over play calling, like Mike Zimmer, that crab ass, he didn't know how to use Justin Jefferson. You go back to week one against Green Bay, look how they use Justin Jefferson. He's wide left. He's wide right. He's lining up in the backfield. You can put him in the slot. That's where he runs the majority of his routes. But – you know, is Sauce going to travel? He traveled against the Bills. He followed Stephon Diggs around the field. So I think he wants the challenge to prove he's that dude. So against Justin Jefferson, it's a great challenge. Um, like Charger, Raiders, we still need to get to that. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Up next, college football championship weekend. We'll give you our favorite plays. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.